Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 191, season eight. Today's date is January 15th, 2023. And uh, welcome to the show. Um, I'm back again. I did another podcast yesterday. Uh, this episode I'm going to do today is uh, somewhat unusual. Uh, it's some. It's not really Chicago related, but uh, well, I'll give it a go anyway. <laughs> I will talk about the 50th anniversary of Schoolhouse Rock, and I used to watch this uh, the anime these animated shorts uh, when I was growing up in Chicago in the 1970s, and I will talk about its history and the animated shorts, the most memorable ones, of course. And uh, this will be a lot of fun. And this will go back to a time where when we watched television, it was innocent and fun and not very flashy or state-of-the-arts like that. Just simple. That's the way I like it. I'm sure a lot of people will agree with me. Okay. Right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Nestle Cookie Mix. And this commercial is from 1978. And uh, as for me, I love cookies, especially chocolate chip. So I remember this commercial very well. So I'm going to play it right now and sit back and enjoy. Thank you, everyone. You're a real smart cookie, Nestle. You put real chocolate chips in your cookie mix. You're a real smart cookie, Nestle. You put chunky peanut butter in your cookie mix. You're a real smart cookie, Nestle. You put sun-made raisins in your oatmeal cookie mix. New improved Nestle cookie mixes have all the right ingredients to make cookies taste really homemade. You're a real smart cookie, Nestle. You make a real great-tasting cookie mix. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Nestle Cookie Mix. Uh, well, Nestle is known for chocolate bars, uh, like for Nestle's Crunch, $100,000 bar. Oh, I love those. And uh, I guess uh, there was like a competition between cookie mixes. Uh, Duncan Hines did this. Uh, Pillsbury, uh, that's the king of that. <laughs> And uh, let's see what else. You know, chocolate chip is one of my favorites. Uh, my favorites are Oreos. I can't resist them. When there's a few Oreos, I can't stop eating them. And, uh, but one of uh, everyone's favorite memory when they're growing up in their house is when their mothers are, you know, uh, baking homemade uh, cookies, chocolate chip, sugar, peanut butter, what have you. And you place them in the oven, and then when they're cooking in the oven, that aroma just seeps through your nostrils, and it smells so good. And then when they're ready, you're hot. They're they're so hot, but you can't resist. So you gotta wait. You gotta wait to be cooled off, and then you can have some. And of course, another great memory is once they're done and ready to eat, you have a big glass of milk, just like I did. <laughs> But uh, that was with Salerno butter cookies, you know, ones uh, that made in Chicago. Uh, they're still they're still made, but they're not the same as uh, in the old days. But those were great. As a matter of fact, I posted uh, on my Van Chicagoan page uh, 
these two types of Salerno cookies. One was Royal Grams and Royal Stripes. And they, they were the greatest. They were good. They were one of my favorites. Uh, Keebler makes those now, but it doesn't taste like the Salerno ones. They're acceptable, but not the same. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. In the beginning of the program, I, I said I was going to talk about the 50th anniversary of Schoolhouse Rock. The, these are these animated shorts that aired on, on the ABC network in Chicago. They aired on WLS-TV Channel 7 in Chicago in the early 70s. And I will... I'm, I'm not, I won't talk like each episode, maybe um, most of them, but uh, but I'll talk about the history of that and my memories of watching them while I was growing up uh, in the 70s in Chicago. And uh, they were aired on Saturday mornings. Sometimes they aired Sundays. I believe they did, but uh, that was later on. But mostly it was Saturdays during the cartoons. You know, now we don't have cartoons on Saturday mornings. They have uh, news infomercials uh what else they got um yeah that's about it <laughs> those poor kids <laughs> right now they they have no idea but you know cable changed that and uh, video changed that so they have nickelodeon and uh or streaming if you want to watch if you want if your child wants to watch uh, cartoons that's fine but you know sometimes the parents watch with them and uh Parents would say, eh, this is dumb, but you should, uh, you know, but when they were younger, they watched dumb cartoons too, <laughs> when you look back. But some were fondly uh, loved and remembered, you know, like me, like me. I have a few on DVD that, uh, like my favorites were, like I said, I love just seeing the Pussycats. I love that. I have them on DVD. Also, they went in outer space. Also, Scooby Doo. Yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun watching that. Okay, now for Schoolhouse Rock, uh, this premiered on January sixth, nineteen seventy-three, and the idea of this was a, a man called David McCall, and he was an he was an advertising executive, a McCaffrey and McCall, maybe from New York. I don't know. And he noticed his son was struggling uh, learning the multiplication table. For me, I had no problem. It was uh, uh, I was I did very well with that uh, when I was in school at Correa's. And uh, he didn't memorize the multiplication tables. He memorized the lyrics of, of the Rolling Stones of the songs. So uh, David McCall hired this musician. His name his name was Bob Doro. I think that's how you say the name to write a song that would teach multiplication. I don't know how he knew. Uh, yeah, he just hired him, you know, probably through the grapevine or, you know, that happened. And uh, the first song he wrote was called Three is a Magic Number. And there was a illustrator at the advertising agency. His name is Tom Yoch. It's spelled Y-O-H-E. Heard the song. And he created the visuals. You know, he was the illustrator of that. And they pitched it to ABC as a TV series. And uh, 
at the time there was uh, Michael Eisner. He was head of Walt Disney Company. He was the CEO, but uh, I don't know what he did back then. And uh, yeah, he was vice president of ABC. Okay. And then the, for the cartoon director, they hired Chuck Jones, famous for Bugs Bunny, those cartoons. Yeah, that's interesting. So that was the development of uh, Multiplication Rock. And uh, that's what started Schoolhouse Rock, you know. But it, it's school, but it was an umbra- uh, multiplication rock was the umbrella. Uh, Schoolhouse Rock was the umbrella, and all the other rock uh, songs fell under that. So I said before, uh, the first video was called Three is a Magic Number, but it did not debut on January 6, 1973. They originally debuted on a TV show which aired on Saturday mornings called The Curiosity Shop. And I remember this very well. And uh, that show, uh, it was an educational show. And it aired for, it started in 1971 on September 11th. And uh, it was, like I said, it was educational. It featured two boys and a girl. I talked about this on my TV Oblivion podcast about that show. And they just, they talked about uh, history, science, nature. You know, they had uh, they had dancing, singing, and all that. And they premiered that particular anime short on the show. And uh, it was a little different than in. Let's see. Uh, let's see. In the, another show. so it was the. Curiosity, uh, the show was the, the pilot. It was called the Curiosity Shop Special, and it was hosted by Shirley Jones, and she appeared on that in a feature for kids. And it made its debut. Um, actually, it did not debut on Saturday. It debuted on a Thursday, September, uh, September 2nd, 1971. And three is a magic number. They showed it. And I guess it caught on, you know, and uh, it only, that lasted three, three minutes. How, you know, how uncanny <laughs> like that. So um, I never seen it uh, when they aired it. I don't remember. I just remember I'm from Saturday morning like that. So, um, and uh, let's see. So that premiere, so the series started uh, on January 6th, 1973 on ABC, uh, which is WLS-TV, Channel 7 in Chicago. And that was multipl- Multiplication Rock was born. And, uh, and Bob Doro wrote this, uh, performed the songs, and he, he performed. And then uh, they had other singers, uh, as well, there was a singer called uh, Grady Tate. He performed two of them, and there was a woman singer. Uh, her name was Blossom Deary. She performed that. And General Foods was the first sponsor of the of the Schoolhouse Rock, and the others were Nobisco, Kenner Toys. Remember Kenner Toys? You know, like Easy Bake Oven, uh, Kellogg's, and McDonald's. And uh, they ran. They ran it. Uh, I, I'm sure they repeated this during the summer, like that. And uh, so that it was on its way to be classics. 
like that. And let's see. Uh, so I have the list of the... So Multiplication Rock had 11 episodes, and it aired from January 6th to March of thirty, uh, March 31st of the same year, 1973. And uh, so that's about yeah, two months. So I'll read... Uh, Read the, I'll read the episodes real quickly, and I'll tell you. So, three is a magic number. That was the pilot, uh, and also, and uh, there was a like a scene that was cut in air. It was showed. I don't know what it was. So uh, they can't find it. You know, I wish they put it on DVD. So that would have been great. And it goes three is a magic number. You know, once you start singing <laughs> like that. Okay, and um, okay. Episode number two was My Hero Zero, and that was like a young boy. He was a superhero, and then he was later re redesigned as the the franchise mascot of Schoolhouse Rock, as Schoolhouse Rocky, and uh, and he shows his skeptical older sister the importance of the digit zero as well as the multiplication by powers of ten. <laughs> So it's my hero zero, like that. I love that. That one's my favorite. I like that one. You know, all those songs are catchy like that. So uh, most of the songs, uh, those two were performed by Bob Doro, and he did write those as well. He wrote the lyrics. Okay, and the, the episode number three is Elementary, My Dear. Remember that one? So it's two times two is four. And that was uh, set with Noah's Ark because uh, the animals were paired up. Like that. Elementary, three times, elementary, my dear, three times three is nine. <laughs> like, that. <laughs> like that. I like that. Uh, that one's good. And Bob Doro performed that. Okay. And then we have the four legged zero, uh, zoo. And uh, Bob, Doro, Bob Doro sang that with, uh, with some kids in the chorus. And uh, that one is about a teacher. Her name is Miss Simpson. She took her class to the zoo, and when they use app, um, animals to learn the mu multiplication of the number four, I did that. Uh, number number five episode was Ready or Not, Here I Come, and uh, there was a boy, and who's the oldest of the group. He counts by fives, and they play a game of hide and seek. I remember that, and. Uh, then uh, the sixth episode was I Got Six, and that features an African-American kid. He was the main character. He teaches the multiplication of the six, and, and he, visits the, he visits in his neighborhood, and he visits a candy store, a restaurant, and explores the, commu the commutative property multiplication. He did it. That's a catchy song, too. Number seven was Lucky Seven Samson. Uh, he was a rabbit. He uh, he had the number seven stamped on the bottom of his right foot, and he had a black circle around his left eye. And he teaches kids from public school number seven, and he teaches about the multiplication of seven. You know, so that's great about that. I remember this. Uh, figure eight. Um, that's there's a uh, young, young girl. She's figure skating. You know, ice skating. And, talk, and teaches about the multiplication of eight. And that's sang by Blossom Deary. She sang that. You know, figure eight. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, 
And uh, now we have number nine. Uh, that's episode number nine. That's naughty number nine. And that features a kind of a Minnesota Fets like cat. And he was a pool hustler. And he plays a game of nine ball with a mouse. And uh, he, that was his target. And shows them the, showing the multiplication of the number nine. That one I liked a lot. And uh, they had a big fuss about that because he was smoking a cigar. And then about a couple of years before, they banned smoking, you know, on t- advertising on television. But that was okay. They, they allowed that. Yeah. And uh, so naughty number nine. Like that. Uh, number 10. They did not show the number 10. I don't know why. <laughs> they showed the number 11. And it's the good 11. And that was saying by, um, oh, naughty number nine was saying by Grady Tate. Okay. Excuse me. Then the good 11 sang by Bob Doro. And uh, that was Wing Angels taking, take, take us through the, the multiplication of number 11. And continuously bump it into the number 10. That's probably why. And then the last one of that, of that for multiplication rock was, Little 12 Toes, and that's sang by Bob Doro. I like this one. And he's like uh, something from outer space. He looks like the Mad Hatter. And uh, and uh, that, was a, that was a weird one. Like <laughs> so, They're all classics. They really are classics like that. So that's kind of cool like that. Okay. Uh, then... The fall, and then in the fall of 73, Grammar Rock uh, premiered and did that. And uh, But right now, I'm going to play the, uh, this is the introduction and the, out, and the outro of Schoolhouse Rock. They showed this um, very rare like that. So I'm going to play that. And when I come back, I'll talk about Grammar Rock. Okay? Grammar Rock, excuse me. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the introduction of Schoolhouse Rock and the outro. That's what they say. Uh, they don't, they didn't, I remember this, but they didn't uh, show it on TV much. So, right now I'm going to talk about Grammar Rock. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Um, so, that premiered, uh, Grammar Rock, that was season two. That premiered on September 15, 1973. And uh, there were some other singers besides the usual one. So I will tell, I will describe the episode and the, uh, who sang those shorts. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Number, uh, number 12 episode was a, a noun is a person, place, or thing. I like this one, you know. A noun is a person, place, or thing. So, and it was, uh. This was performed performed by a singer. Her name is Lynn Ehrens. Er- pronounce it right. She wrote the so- she wrote the song, you know, and and that that's a catchy song. I like that. I really do. 
Uh, number 13 was Verb. And that's what's happening. That was performed by a singer. His name was uh, Zachary Sanders. Bob Doro wrote that song. And uh, he. Uh, this is about a uh, a young boy learns about verbs from a movie starring his favorite superhero, Verb. And it's uh, like an homage to black exploitation films. You know, remember like uh, um, was it Jackie Brown or you know like Superfly. <laughs> like that <laughs> or shaft <laughs> remember those <laughs> and number 14 was oh every i think this was everyone's favorite it, it's one of mine too and it's conjunction junction you know conjunction junction what's your function and the singers are jack sheldon this is his debut he sang this so that's him singing and it was terry morrell and mary sue berry and bob doro wrote the song and it's a sudden a rail, rail yard, and you have a train conductor, and he shows the viewers how conjunctions are worked by hooking up the boxcars together. You know, and, button and or. <laughs> and was the red boxcar, but was the yellow tank car, and or was the green hopper car. <laughs> so that was, uh, so conjunction, junction, what's your fun? Uh, they keep they keep repeating that, you know, through that one. It's a classic. Yeah, it's wonderful. Uh, number fifteen. Uh, that's the episode. It's interjection. Interjection. Da, 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 da. And uh, that that was sang by a singer called Ezra Mohawk, and Lynn Herons wrote the song, and it's about. Uh, Sometimes they go with interjections and with the kid, he got a shot in the butt and goes, ow, that hurts. Or, you know, oh, and eek and all that. <laughs> and then at the end, they have this little girl saying, darn, that's the end, which is funny. <laughs> okay, and uh, number 16 was Unpack Your Adjectives. I like this one. This was performed by Blossom Deary written by George Newell, and this is a young girl in a tarot. They go camping in the forest, and he used adjectives to describe people, places, and things they encounter. That was That's a good song. I like that. Number 17, uh, Lolly, 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 Get Your Abbers Here. Oh, that one is catchy, and it's stuck in your, and sticks into your head all day. Lolly, 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 Get Your Abbers Here. So the Lolly family... Uh, they own a store that sells adverbs, and they demonstrate uh, the product. Bob Doro uh, sang the song, and he provided all the voices of all three generations. Uh, the uh, You have the grandfather, the father, and the son. <laughs> they did that. Uh, next up is Rufus Xavier Sasparilla. I don't... That one I don't remember much about, and but this is about pronouns, and it's stressed by a trio of long names: uh, Rufus Xavier Sasparilla, his his sister Raffaella, Gabriella Sasparilla, and his friend and narrator Albert Andres Amardillo. And along and uh, they sing they sing and along with their pets consists of a kangaroo, aardvark, and rhinoceros. <laughs> I don't remember that one very well. Maybe when I got older, I stopped watching it. And um, two more of Grammar Rock, but they premiered much later. 
Um, the Rufus one that premiered in 1976. Uh, so uh, that uh, so the others were from the 1973, 1974. The last one was Lolly Lolly Lolly. So, but the, there were two other about uh, grammar rock. One was busy busy purpose. Pres- Prepositions. I can't even say that word. Blech. And then uh, that was performed by Bob Doro and Jack Sheldon. And it was a horde of working ants called the Busy Peas. And they te- and they taught us about prepositions while they were on their jobs. Okay. And the last one was uh, the tale of Mr. Morton, performed by Jack Sheldon. And Lynn Heron- Herons wrote the episode. It was about a single man named Mr. Morton. He was a subject of a series of sentences describing his life and his courtship with a neighbor. And it illustrates the grammar, grammatical constructs of the subject and the predicate. Learned that from school. Yeah. Like that. And uh, so that was fun. <laughs> okay. And uh, next up we have... I think a lot of people remembered this. It was the America Rock. Yeah. So uh, let's see. America Rock was, uh, this dealt with uh, American history. So here we go. Uh, How many episodes were there? Mm, Quite a few. Okay. So that premiered, uh, that was season three. That premiered on September 20th, 1975. And uh, the first, episode of that, that's number 21, was No More Kings. That was performed by Lynn Harris and Bob Doro. And this is about the, the history of the 13 colonies and the beginning of the arrival of the pilgrims and spanning through just before the American Revolutionary War. And then the next one was Shot Heard Around the World. That was Bob Doro. He performed that. And that teaches about the American Revolution, you know. And uh, number 23 was the preamble. Now, this one a lot of people remembered. And this is about the events of the Constitutional Convention of 1787 and the Constitution. And uh, I remember that song. It was funny. And uh, it was performed by Lynn Herons. And then we have uh, number 24, uh, that was Suffering Till Suffrage. That was performed by Esra Mohawk. This is about uh, a woman teaching the steps of women to get the right to vote. And, uh, you know, this is around the time, these episodes premiere around the time when uh, America celebrated the bicentennial, you know, uh, America's 200th and a, uh, birthday. Yeah, so she did that. Uh like I said before, she teaches and sings about uh, women getting the right to vote. Now, the next one, this is a classic. A lot of people remember this, and it's I'm Just a Bill. I'm Just a Bill. Na, 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 na. And uh, this is about a proposed transportation bill. He's depressed about being um, signed into law, and he just sits on the steps of the Capitol Hill. And he's talking to a young boy, and then you know he's explaining how the legislative legislative process works, <laughs> like that. And at the end of the song, he became a law, and he's happy. Yeah, but that, I'm just a bill, you know, like that. It's uh, that's a great song. 
Uh, next up is number 26, The Great American Melting Pot. It was performed by Lori Lieberman, the singer. And this is about, teaches about immigration, you know, and uh, how they arrived at Ellis Island on the, you know, by the Statue of Liberty. Uh, next up was uh, Elbow Room. This is about, uh, teaches about the westward expansion from moving south from the original, of uh, the 13 original colonies. She was, that, was, that song's performed by Sue Manchester. And then you have Fireworks, that's sung by Grady Tate, and uh, this teaches about the Declaration of Independence. And let's see. Uh, then it's Mother Necessity. I remember this. This is uh, about the inventions of uh, title to... Uh, she resembled like Whistler's mother. And, uh, and it's like... Uh, Accounts of all the Avengers mothers, you know, by, uh, by famous Avengers, like, for example, Samuel Morse, Thomas Edison, Elias Howe, and the Wright Brothers. And uh, the last one of the season was Three Ring Government. And they and that was, uh, in this song, it's about a boy introduces the branches of the United States government. He does that. And that's sang by Lynn Ayers. And, uh, oh. Mother Necessity, that's sang by Bob Doro, Blossom Deary, Esther Mohawk, and Jack Sheldon. So they have four singers, you know, all together. There were two others that were ended, uh, that were added much, much later, like a long time, a long, a long way up, like uh, early 2000s. One was I'm Going to Send Your Vote to College that teaches about the Electoral College. And uh, also Presidential Minute, the Campaign Trail. Uh, the college one that's sang by Jack Sheldon and Bob Doro and the presidential minute, the campaign trail, this teaches about voting for the president. And that's, uh, that was originally recorded in 1996 and then they added in the DVD and that was released in 2002. Ooh, like that. Okay. There are other, uh, other song, uh, rock, uh, rock versions. There was science rock and also computer rock. I will get to those in a second. Right now, I'm going to play the. This is the sponsor of Multiplication Rock, and it's sponsored by General Foods. And I, I think a lot of people kind of remember it. I remember it too. That lasts about 13 seconds. So uh, I will play that right now. And when I go back, I'll talk about the rest about Schoolhouse Rock. Okay, everyone, thank you. Multiplication Rock is brought to you by your very favorite General, General Foods. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoy. I'm back, excuse me. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the, uh, the sponsor for uh, school, uh, Multiplication Rock. Uh, by General Foods. So right now I'm going to talk about Science Rock. I never saw this. And uh, that premiered uh, a couple years later. And uh, let's see. So I won't go into much detail. So I'll just read the um, the the episode. So here we go. So um, uh, number episode number thirty three. Uh, this premiered in uh, September 16, 1978. 
And this is about the this is about victim of gravity, you know, performed by the tokens, you know, the same group that performed the line sleeps tonight. That's what they do. So it's about uh, Isaac Newton, Galileo Galilei, you know, uh, involving with uh, gravity. And uh, also n number 34 was Interplanet Janet that was performed by Lynn Ahrens. Ahrens. Remember that this is about uh, not as, you know astronomy. Also, uh, the body machine that's performed by Bob Duro and Jack Sheldon. It's about uh, nutrition. Do that. Uh, number thirty-six was do the circulation. Uh, this is about your body circulatory circulatory system. I can say the word. You know, it's like an exercise video like that. Next is the Energy Blues, performed by Jack Sheldon. Uh, it's about uh, energy production, you know, the, you know, for the environment. Next is Them So Dry Bone, that Them Not So Dry Bones, performed by Jack Sheldon. This is about uh, teaches about the human skeleton, and it's like they do like Them Bones and Bones, you know, that traditional song. Next up is Electricity, Electricity, performed by Zachary Sanders, teaches about uh, electricity and, and, the, and the concepts of that, like voltage, current. Next is the uh, Telegraph Line. And uh, this is about like, uh, you know, like when you, the, I remember seeing this. It's like a cartoon. It's a cartoon that shows uh, delivery telegrams. You know, do we have telegrams anymore? No, we have the app, <laughs> and it passes messages messages inside your body, and and it like uh, like representing pain and heat and stage fright. And uh, the last one of that, it was called the greatest show on earth, the weather show. Uh, they aired that, but then uh, then Ringling Brothers and Barbara and Bailey Circus objected the the name of the show. You know, ooh, don't do that because of a trademark like that. So they changed it to the Weather Show, and this this is the show, the greatest show on earth. This is about the weather. So and it was performed by a singer Bob Caliban. So there was controversy about that. Okay. Next up, uh, we have Computer Rock. Uh, there were only four uh, episodes of that. They premiered in uh, 1982 sometime, and that was starting the technology age like that. And uh, so this, uh, the first episode is teaches about the computer. You know, and the characters were Scooter Computer and Mr. Chips. And uh, so, you know, like uh, this is pre-internet, <laughs> you know, because uh, this is during a time when I'm starting a DeVry Institute of Technology. You know, we had that when I started school, I learned uh, computer programming. Uh, second one was about hardware. And it's about your computer software and hardware. We were all, uh, most people are familiar with that. And, but, uh, yeah, but the second episode was about hardware. The third one was about software, uh, you know, like binary codes. And then they mentioned basic, 
language, which I learned, that was my first subject at DeVry, you know, basic language. I remember that. I remember the teacher, you know, like the, and uh, his, her name was Miss Harris. <laughs> I still remember her name. She was a good teacher, you know, and I learned, that was my first computer uh, language I learned at DeVry. Never used it on a job, but uh, it was easy. I liked that. And we had the flow charts. <laughs> And the, the last one, that was number four, that was called Number Cruncher, and that was uh, teaching how to calculate statistics, uh, you know, numbers and all that. I took a course in statistics, uh, had to write, I remember the teacher, Mr. Trainer, that was his name, nice man, you know. I remember one time I wrote on the L and he was right there. <laughs> that was bizarre. Yeah. So, um like that and then uh the last one no it's not the last one we have two more uh we have uh money rock that premiered in 19 may 7 1994 this is about probably banking and uh, economics so i'll go really quickly uh first episode of that was called dollars and cents cents not c-n-t-e-s cents s-e-n-s-e <laughs> like that Number two was about taxmen max. Uh, nobody likes taxes. <laughs> uh, third one was called where the money goes. You know, uh, next one was seven dollars and fifty cents a, once a week. That's about uh, exploring a budgeting. They did that, and uh, like you know allowances. Uh, next up was Tyrannosaurus debt not Rex. And this explains about the national debt in the United States. When that is spoken, you know, uh, quite frequently in the news. And uh, Bill from I'm Just a Bill makes a cameo at the end of that. Oh, nice. Uh, next was This for That. This is about uh, the history of barter and trading, you know, evolution of the evolution of money supply throughout history. Uh, all the all the singers came back mostly uh, Jack Sheldon, Bob Doro. There were some other new ones as well. Uh, next one we have uh, Walking on Wall Street. This is a, this is about the stock market. Talked about that. And uh, last one is the checks in the mail. And this song teaches about the process of check going through. Now these days a lot of people don't write checks; they do electronically. I still do from time to time, but. Uh, you know, when you pay your bills, you do it online, you know, do that. Okay, next up we have uh, – and the last one was Earth Rock. That was la uh, season seven. The others were, you know, five and six. They never were – these never aired on TV. They were released direct to video. Okay. So uh, how many were there? Ooh, quite a few. Yeah, so I'll read off real quickly. Um, uh, this one was, this episode was, was called Report from the North Pole. This is about global warming, you know, very uh, hot topic. Next one is The Little Things We Do. This is about energy converse, uh, conservation. And uh, next is about, next episode is the trash can band. That's about uh, recycling. Uh, next is you ought to be saving water. This is about water conservation. The other one is the rainforest. That's about rainforests, of course. 
Next up, Save the Ocean. This is about oceans. Next up, uh, Fat Cat Blue, the clean river song. That's about uh, marine debris, you know, about pollution. That. Uh, then we have Tiny Urban Zoo. This is about gardens. Ooh, interesting. I like them. And then next is Solar Power to the People. This is about solar energy when you have those solar panels on your houses, you know, on your, the roofs of your house. And next is about uh, Windy and the Windmills. That's about wind power. And let's see. Then uh, we have Don't Be a Carbon Sasquatch. This is about uh, carbon footprint. And the last one is the three R's. And this it, this is about reduce, reuse, and recycle. This is about recycling. I never saw these at all. Uh, I never saw them on video, but I did buy the video um, for Schoolhouse Rock. So uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember how, when I bought it and all that. Uh, I bought a VHS tape at a comic book convention and listed all the it was not in great condition you know and it featured most of them some were missing and it featured actress Cloris leachman best known as phyllis from maritown north show she hosted the show that was my first uh taste of the short uh these anime shorts on video then i then it was released uh let's see on um, dvd and the DVD was uh, released on uh, August 27, 2002. Then they were, I think they were bought up by Walt Disney and released a two. Uh, and let's see, it was released uh, on two DVDs. It was for the, to coincide with the 30th anniversary of the show, but it started in 1973. Uh, there were the the uh, school uh, the Earth ones, and I think uh, what was the other one? I can't think of them on the top of my head. Um, just a moment, please. Yeah, so the Earth Rock ones uh, was not included, so you had to wait. So I didn't know that existed. That existed, so I don't have that on DVD. Not the Earth Rock ones, just up to the was it the Computer Rock, Money Rock, up to Money Rock. I got yeah, I have that. Uh, maybe I'll buy it someday. You know, get the whole shebang. <laughs> and uh, so that's kind of cool. So I have that. I watched it. I watched from the beginning to the end, you know, starting with uh, Multiplication Rock, Grammar Rock, America Rock, you know, all those those classic ones I used to watch when I was a kid. And uh, some of the, most of the songs were released on CD, performed by artists, you know, by singers like that. It's kind of funny like that. And uh, they did tribute, uh, yeah, like, for example, uh they did a tribute album with all the the songs from schoolhouse rock like for example uh there was blind melon and do you remember them they were the alternative band they sang uh three is a magic number they sang that you know the lemon heads the lemon heads sang verb yeah that's right that's kind of cool 
like that. And uh, let's see what else. So uh, they also did a like a like a musical, a live musical. And it was called Schoolhouse Rock Live, and they did it in the theater. And uh, the singers that sang on the cartoon on the cartoon shorts they performed in person, right? Live on stage. They did that in 1993. And then they they did a follow-up called Schoolhouse Rock Live 2. And uh, by the same team, they did that. But that premiered in Chicago, my hometown, in 2000. So that's kind of cool. It's kind of nice. What's great about Schoolhouse Rock was it was uh, very unique. You know, in uh, when it comes to education, you know, I did the the 15th anniversary of Zoom last year at this time. So, and the electric company. So, um, there were a lot of education shows then that were entertaining, but also educational, like that for even with Mr. Rogers, uh, like the ones I mentioned before. Electric company, Zoom. Uh, See, yeah, Schoolhouse Rock. Um, can't think of the top of my head like that. Um, but it was uh, it was interesting. You know, it's fun like that. And you know, some of the songs are still sung to this day by people, and they they remember this fondly, like me. <laughs> so that's it. Ooh, that's a long episode. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, folks. So. Uh, so that is it for this show. Uh, I discussed about the 50th anniversary of Schoolhouse Rock that aired on the ABC Network, which in Chicago was WLS TV Channel 7 in Chicago. And uh, that's a very interesting show. I, I, you know, it's a 50th anniversary. I had to mention so I had to mention that. So I decided to do a podcast episode about it, which I'm glad. Okay. So this is Pico Stanis, your host of Van Chicago and Stories, the podcast. Uh, this program this program will be published shortly. Uh, you can find it wherever podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Uh, people always ask me, where, can, where, can, where else can I listen to your podcast? You can listen on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, uh, Van Chicago and Stories. That will be ready uh, probably this afternoon, and I will post it on my social media accounts. You will be able to find it. Just click on it. I will probably do another episode Tuesday. I probably will. We'll see. I'll think of something. (laughs) I always do. Something will come up like that. Okay. So, uh, So I hope you enjoyed the show, and I'll talk to you soon. So bye-bye from me. Uh, if I didn't mention my name, this is because I was your host of the show. So bye-bye for me. And here is uh, Ray Rayner saying bye-bye-bye with a little traveling music. So, so long, folks, and take care. I hope to hear from you soon. Thanks. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.